Hey, and welcome to another episode of PodCraft. PodCraft is all about podcasting, teaching you how to create a more successful podcast. I'm Colin Gray, joined as always by Matthew. How you doing, Matthew? Wonderful to be here. Wonderful. What was that uh, last time? Uh, you were honoured, yeah. 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 So, so not as good, not as good this week. I think well, honoured is kind of one of the top class, uh, yeah, top class welcomes, I would say. <laughs> wonderful. Not quite as wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> this is PodCraft. And this season, we're going into the kind of more in-depth questions that people have about podcasting. The previous episode, we went into advertising. So we've had a, a fair few um, questions about this recently and quite a lot of experience ourselves trying Google Ads, trying Facebook, uh, overcast advertising. So if you're thinking about advertising your podcast somewhere, pop back and listen to the first episode of this season. And you can see the article about that at thepodcasthost.com forward slash advertising. This episode, though, leads on from that. We're going to talk about what is a good number of downloads for a podcast because obviously if you're going to advertise you need to have a name which is how many downloads do I want to get out of this so how many is good before we jump into that just want to say thanks to our sponsor for this episode which is name silo so name silo are a domain registrar who have kindly sponsored the episode uh, they have some of if not the lowest prices out there to register your domains you can register a .com domain for $8.99 per year and you can save more by enrolling in their discount program. Other TLDs like .top, .xyz can cost as little as 0 0.99. That's 99 cents for you per year. Um, so if you want to check them out, you can pop over to namesilo.com. Okay, but let's get into the downloads. So is there such a thing as a good number of downloads then? I think there certainly is, but it, it, <laughs> it's so dependent on individual shows. Yeah, so a show exactly. could be getting good downloads, a show could be getting bad downloads, yeah. but one show's good downloads are another show's bad downloads. <laughs> uh, so just to preface this episode with that, it'll be, and it depends, yeah, mostly through. Mostly but, but, but before you tune out, we will give you some numbers, won't we? We'll yeah. give you some actual numbers to go by. So don't worry, it's not going to be entirely, it just depends. It's just a one niche, absolutely. Just like you said, one niche, 500 listeners is absolutely brilliant. And another niche, 500 listeners, not so good. But mm. yeah, we'll give you something to go by. And I, I think like one of the things we suffer from, if you like, in podcasts, and especially folk who are coming into the medium quite new, is this level of expectations. And it's because of things like, you know, the, the numbers you hear bandied about for things like website hits, the numbers you're seeing on YouTube, even like social media likes, yeah, follower yeah. numbers. Yeah. People are so programmed now to be seeing like these numbers that are literally in their millions. Yeah. And yeah. coming to podcasting and running a show for, you know, the best part of a year yeah. and you've got 3,000 uh, listeners, yeah. uh, 300, sorry, 300 listeners, people could think, well, that's shocking. You know, yeah, yeah. all these other people with these huge audiences. Yes. But it's understanding, it's breaking through that barrier. It's just not the same thing at all. You yeah. know, a number of likes on a social media post, the time it took to do that, the thought that went into it, compared to, you know, somebody com consuming like an hour of your content yeah. in, a, in an audio form, yeah. really intimate form, yes. long form content, in-depth conversations. It's yeah. just completely different things, Absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. I often say... Um, 
And I mean, this is a total hunch, but it bears out in a lot of the experience we have with our site because we do blogging, we do video, we do podcasting and we do social. So we have experience with all the different mediums out there. And I often think a a podcast listener in our case is worth, I I really believe it's worth close to a thousand blog readers. A video watcher is worth close to a hundred. So I would say a podcast listener is worth at least 10 times a video um, watcher as well. And by that, I mean conversions. So you get a thousand people that come and read a blog post you're lucky if you can get maybe 10 of them you know one percent probably less to do something (laughs) so if you're selling a product or you're trying to get them to sign up to your email list or you're giving away something for free any of that you're lucky if you can convert like one percent of people from a blog post but with a video actually if you tell people to do something in a video you might be able to get maybe you know 10 percent of people to do that Um, and my numbers aren't working out here don't do the maths on this but just (laughs) an example um say 10 percent on a video but with a podcast I genuinely believe like a lot of times if you get somebody listening to your podcast over 4, 5, 10, 20 episodes, you can get like 50% of your podcast audience to do something at a given time. You can convert like most of your podcast audience to do something or other, whether it's a product, a service, just a sign up to your email list, whatever it is. So podcast audiences might be a lot smaller just through sheer volume, but the quality is way, way higher. They're much more likely to do whatever it is your aim for that listener is. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Back to this, like, does it just depend thing? Yeah. Uh, I think the starting point for that then is to to look at the size of your potential audience that's out yeah, there yeah, sure. you're going to love the i don't know if you could see it there but the example so that I've, clock, right? yeah okay. i've come up with a hypothetical <laughs> couple of, as you do as you do so for example i want to make a podcast about uh make the making of poured concrete clogs for dutch folk because they were clogs who are interested <laughs> them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who are interested in brutalist architecture so that's uh-huh. where the poured concrete thing yeah. comes in yeah. so a podcast for people who are interested <laughs> in that target audience in the world one if you're lucky <laughs> um, versus a podcast about Game of Thrones the popular TV show and book series yeah uh, potential audience millions multiple yeah. millions yeah so if I was even getting like one listener for my clogs brutalist yeah architecture yeah, show yeah. you know much better than a game of thrones podcast who are getting like ten thousand listens an episode <laughs> statistically um if 10 10 people in the entire world are interested in something and seven people listen to a show about that that is statistically the most successful podcast in history yeah uh, I would argue, though, that it's probably not worthwhile doing that podcast. No, <laughs> so we're not uh, we're not going to run that show. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, well, that goes into yeah. The the whole reason you're thinking about downloads, hopefully, is figuring out whether it's worth your time doing this podcast. Um, and for some people, actually, it's worth doing the podcast just for fun. Whether you get five listeners or five million, it's worth doing it for fun. But if you're doing it for a purpose, like a business, like trying to grow an audience, like whatever it is. Uh, your download numbers are really your return on investment there whether it's worthwhile doing it so it all ties into that i would say as well another uh, just one more far-fetched example you run a show 
about the technology needed to fly people to Mars. And you've got one listener, but that is Mr. Musk himself. Yes. <laughs> so would that be considered to be a successful show? Yes. Yes. And how much could you charge for advertising? Whatever you want. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah. But your aim for a show like that might be to be employed or to sell your technology. And therefore that one listener is the exact one you need. Yeah. So again, back to aims, like what are you looking to get out of this show? Um, yeah, you need much more numbers if your aim is to sell sponsorship because you're selling per thousand, but you need far less numbers if your aim is to sell a £5,000 coaching program because you only need 100 listeners, you convert 20 of them, that's plenty. So yeah, it depends on your aim. What about the idea that... Actually, before we jump into this, let's go into... Um, name silo again just want to say thanks again to name silo tell you a wee bit more about them so one thing all podcasts should have is their very own online presence of course and the best way to start with that is by registering your own domain name it's obviously a lot easier to tell people to go and look at your show notes to convert them to that um, you know whether it's that service or whether it's just getting them onto the website to sign up to your email list if you can give them a great domain name to go to um, and the place we'd recommend to register your domain name right now and start building your own website is NameSilo. They have some of, if not the lowest prices out there to register your domains. You can register a .com domain, for example, for $8.99 a year. And you can even uh, enroll in their discount program to save a little bit more. Other TLDs like .top, .xyz, there's tons of them around now. They can cost as little as $0.99 cents a year. Uh, and with your purchase, you get a bunch of extras. They provide you with, you know, that free who is privacy so people can't see your address and your email and stuff like that they've got domain defender to security they've got email forwarding uh, domain parking and a lot more so you can also get your website hosting too at name silo starting as low as 239 a month so check out yourself why name silos quickly becoming one of the top registrars out there growing so quickly uh, go to namesilo.com today to see what you've been missing use the coupon code podcraft to receive one dollar off your first order that's podcraft and you'll get a dollar off your first order so before we get into uh, the numbers themselves let's just just top off that engagement um piece like is, is engagement more important like do you want lower listeners that do more or higher listeners that do less um i mean what's <laughs> you've got an example there matthew haven't you like ten thousand listeners who, who you never hear from they never follow your calls to action or would you like 300 listeners and half of them are hugely engaged um which one which one do your show shows usually fall into do you think I would say lower and more engaged. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, some of the some of the fiction podcasts that I've run, I, they do well in terms of download numbers. Yes. But, you know, I think shows like that tend to be pretty engaged as yeah, well. Yeah, so you get a lot of feedback on each episode and stuff, yeah. don't you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a couple of articles you can go to to get a bit more help on this. Uh, do you want to go through them, Matthew? I think they are your articles, aren't they? Uh, no, they're Wills. Oh, are they? Um, Will Williams wrote a couple of great pieces for us. So encouraging audience engagement. This is uh, different ways that you can encourage that engagement. You'll mm -hmm. find that at thepodcasthost.com forward slash encourage engagement. That's all one word, encourage engagement. And we've also got one as well, eight ways to measure your podcast engagement. You'll find that at thepodcasthost.com forward slash measure engagement. Again, that's all one word, measure engagement. Yeah, I think I said a little while ago, actually, around the fact that if you're selling sponsorship, you're looking for higher download numbers 
just be, to get your numbers up. But actually, I think you can get, like you tend to sell sponsorship on uh, cost per meal, CPM. So it's per thousand listeners. So that's when, you know, downloads come into their kind of stark, <laughs> um, you know, uh, just bare numbers because you're you're getting charged per person that, or you're getting paid, sorry, per person listening to your show. But I think you can ramp up your CPM. You can ramp up how much you charge based on engagement as well. So say you've got a thousand listeners, but you can show that those thousand listeners, they send you 50 tweets every single episode you put out there. I think that is a great way to justify. Like we don't charge $25 CPM, we charge 50. But it's because, look at this, look at all these tweets I get every single time. I can guarantee you that a lot of our listeners will take action on this because of that engagement. So that article there from Will, Eight Ways to Measure Your Podcast Engagement, that is ammo on top of your listener numbers to charge more for something like sponsorship. So the uh, the listener no doubt will be saying, yeah, this is all well and good. Are you going to actually tell me some numbers here? And uh, what we've said in the you know the original article accompaniment to this episode is that one of the easiest ways to get a snapshot of podcast download stats is from the media host Libsyn and more specifically their official podcast, The Feed. Indeed. You're a feed listener, Colin? I do listen from time to time, from time to time. Yeah, Rob and Elsie uh, keep up with their, their news. Yeah, you get a good bit of, good bit of podcast news. You get yeah, to yeah. keep up to date with things. Indeed. Uh, so Libsyn, if you haven't heard of them, that's L-I-B-S-Y-N. They're one of the biggest podcast media hosting platforms in the industry. They've been around a long time. What, 2004, 2005? Yeah, yeah early days, certainly. Um, so some of your... Some of your top shows host there, I think Tim yeah. Ferriss, Mark Martin, but not only that, they have like over 50,000 podcasts yeah, in yeah. there. So they've got, they've got a good spread of examples, you would say. And they actually <laughs> charge money to, to host there, so these are like active shows yeah, or, yeah. you know, shows where the podcaster is still interested in, in podcasting. Yeah. So with a sample size like that, they're actually able to to give you some really, really good data. Yeah. And what they'll do, I think it's every fo- every month, at the end of their episodes, because it's bi-weekly, they'll do like a stats breakdown and they'll give you numbers uh, that can kind of help you see how your show measures up to all these other shows out there. So uh, you'll find the feed at thefeed.libson.com and these numbers are from July 2019. You'll find them on episode 145 of the feed. And how you kind of, because a lot of people will measure downloads in different ways. So like you'll hear a podcast saying like, we, we've got a million downloads and it's like, well, you know, how long has the show been around? How many episodes have you got out there? Yeah, are those yeah. total downloads? Are yes. those monthly downloads? And really the, the most sort of industry standard way of measuring downloads is really to just take the amount of downloads a new episode gets within like the first month of its release, yes. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And that's how sponsors charge as well. Like if, mm. if somebody's sponsoring your show, they'll want to know how many people, how many people listen to this within 30 days of first release. And that's what they pay on. It's uh, per thousand, they'll pay um, yeah, a fee based on the thousands of people, <laughs> the number of thousands of people that listen within those 30 days. So the, the first time I ever heard those stats, uh, the first time I started listening yeah. to the feed, you know, I've been listening for years now, but 
I remember the first time hearing what it took to be in the top 50% of yeah, podcasts yeah. and it's actually went down a bit now. The number now yeah. is sitting at 136. I'm sure it used to be about the 200 mark, yeah. but obviously there's a lot more folk podcasting yeah, now. Yeah. A lot of early stage shows out there yeah. um, getting, you know, kind of small small download numbers if there is such a thing. Yeah. But yeah, top 50% of podcasts, 136 downloads your new episode needs. So there's, yeah, month. I mean, so so that's uh, that's a kind of average. It won't be an exact average, but that is a type of average. So if you are on 136 downloads per episode within 30 days, you are around the middle of the pack, which is pretty amazing, isn't it? Because a lot of people are... We get a lot of people that are working in our academy, for example, or just getting in touch, asking about numbers, who are saying, oh, I've only got a couple of hundred downloads, thinking that's a tiny number. But they're already past the kind of that middle point, mm. aren't they? And I would argue there's very few niches, maybe my uh, brutalist architecture clogs <laughs> niche, uh, we could discount that, but yeah. there's very few niches that that isn't achievable in my yeah. opinion, with yes. a bit of hard work, yeah, yeah. you know, we talked about advertised in the last episodes, yeah. you yeah. do a few things right, you should be able to get to that, shouldn't yes. you? Yeah, totally, yeah. And again... Talking about engagement, 136 people. Um, if you, again, if you're selling like 5,000 pound coaching programs, you convert 20, 30 of them. That's 11 off 130 people. It's, it's feasible to have 150 people listening to your show and convert 20 or 30 of them into clients. So yeah, absolutely. What about up from there then, Matthew? Top 20%? Top 20, 1,100. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, if you've been doing a good show for a couple of years again yeah. i would say that's that's achievable yeah um moving up to the top 10 that's 3200 you know that's that's at that point you're talking pretty serious numbers <clears throat> yeah that's um, starting to get starting to get bigger audiences there yeah we go up to the top five percent seven thousand seven hundred top two percent that's us up at uh, twenty thousand and the top one percent thirty six thousand so yeah. obviously uh, top one top two percent you know very few folk have ever achieved that yeah but yeah. you know when you go down if you want to just set a couple of benchmarks that one three six to get in the top fifty percent and even you know after a year or two maybe looking at getting into those four figures yeah. as well yeah definitely i mean to take an example so we launched uh, it was an experiment for us and a kind of fun thing a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Launching Hostile Worlds. Mm. So Hostile Worlds is our audio drama. Um, well, drama documentary, isn't it? Teaching people about space and pretending that we're up there. Um, and we launched that first episode um, to around, what was that, about 4,000, wasn't it? Ish. I think it was three to 4,000, the very first episode. Yeah, because it got a bit of like, it, it went on, uh, it got featured on the front page of what was then iTunes. Yeah, and yeah. I, Apple tweeted about it and stuff. So we put we put a lot of work into that. It was an experiment on what we could do with a show like that. Um, you know, relatively niche, but also quite general um, on what we could achieve on the first episode and got up to, I think, I'm sure it was 4,000-ish. Um, and we managed to maintain about that for the first five or 10 episodes. Uh, so that's like launching into the top 10% straight away, which is amazing. Um, and we were really pleased with that. So it just shows that it is possible to do, but don't aim for Like, don't expect that at all. Even if you launch your show to 100 downloads, that's you almost up into the top 50%. And then over the first, what, five, 10 episodes, you can work your way up into this sort of 150, 200, and then sort of work towards that top 10. 
over the first six months or so, eh? Try and get up to your sort of thousand downloads. And again, depends. <laughs> like you yeah, said, Matthew. You can't get too hung up on it because again, yeah. yes, it depends. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just talking about kind of an average show, I would say, yeah, you're starting to think about a thousand downloads, maybe somewhere between six thousand six thousand, what am I talking about? Six months and a year. I would say you'd be happy with that. And then you're starting to work into the multiple thousands beyond that, into the one to two year mark. Um, certainly from the sort of normal shows that we see out there in, in normal niches, not the clog building business. Not the clog one. <laughs> cool. Anything else to add to that? No, I think that's about it. Uh, like I say, that's a that's a gauge. It's um, something that you can just check in with every now and then, but don't get too hung up on this stuff yeah, because totally. there's a lot more important things to be focused on. Yeah, yeah. Really look back at the engagement. Like think way more about how people are engaging with your show. Think more about how to get people to engage with your show. You've got 200 listeners say, how can you get more of them to get in touch with you, to feed back on the show, to input, like tell you what to cover on future episodes so that they buy in even more and share with their friends. Think much more about that. So go back to those uh, previous links that we shared earlier, which were thepodcasthost.com forward slash measure engagement and thepodcasthost.com forward slash encourage engagement. Alrighty, that do it for this week, Matthew. It surely well, although one more wee thing. I thought we could ask a question of the listener once again. Oh, yeah, go for it. I was interested to find out uh, about, the, the, you know, how many stats junkies there are out there. We've talked about download numbers in this episode. So how obsessed are you, the listener, how obsessed with download numbers are you? And how many times a week do you look at your stats? Because <laughs> I think people sometimes aren't very open about this. Like, you know, I've heard the... Some folks are like, I don't look at my numbers, but I know other folk are like three yeah. times a day. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. I'd be interested to hear from the listener to find out yeah, where they fit on the spectrum of yes. number checking. Yeah. How anal are you about your stats? How much do you know them? Uh, tweet us at the podcast host on Twitter uh, and let me know. We're cool going to do a hashtag. a hashtag. Hashtags are cool in 2012. St- stats. Stats junkie. Pod stats. Stats junkie. <laughs> hashtag Just- stats junkie. If you've got this far in the episode, let us know how often you check your stats uh, and hashtag stats junkie. If you're feeling brave, you're welcome to share share them as well we could maybe maybe get naked with our stats stats amnesty all. yeah stats amnesty um tell us how happy you are with them as well It'd be cool to hear uh so just a final thanks to our sponsor for this episode too which is name silo as we said every every podcast should have their own domain name so that you can easily direct people back to your you know your show notes to your uh, your homepage for that show and the place you can go to register that is name silo go over to name silo.com and use the coupon code podcraft to get a dollar off your first purchase cheers name silo for supporting the show all right next episode matthew do you have an idea of what we're talking about yet or is that still to be decided i think we're going to do something around usps what does usp mean colin <laughs> uh, well a usp is a unique selling point proposition selling so is, something. That, is that as exciting as it sounds uh, no it's <laughs> we get this a lot don't we how do you be unique how do you put how do you create a new show in an existing area and still make people actually want to listen to it like not yeah, another show about health not another show about fitness not another show about marketing so how do you create a show that is unique um, and we've written a few articles about this recently, haven't we? So yeah, we're going to go into that. How do you make yourself unique? Which really translates to how do you make yourself stand out? 
So next episode, come along, learn more about how to make yourself stand out. Until then, have a good time and we'll talk to you then. 